0: In the uh, Satipatthana Sutta, the four foundations or four applications of mindfulness, the Buddha, uh, in in the in the part on the body, the Buddha offered um, a contemplation on the four elements, uh, and and this contemplation. Uh, helps us to understand this um, this reality of anatta or Um, non-self and I'm going to to offer guided meditation uh, using this um, this uh, this teaching Um, the four elements our very ancient system of of trying to uh, identify what are the basic building blocks, the basic, uh, you know, uh, the the essence of uh, of all um, of all things, of people and trees and earth and and water and so on. Uh, uh, so. So of course we don't understand these anymore in this way as being um, kind of the basic elements of of, uh, of life, um, but they are a beautiful way to to understand our interdependence and our interconnectedness. Um, these four elements are uh, earth. Water, fire, and air. Um, in later systems, um, space was sometimes added as a, a fifth element, um, and uh, and 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 in this, uh, but in this context, uh, space is kind of um, implicit within the element of air. So, um, so when the Buddha offered this comp- contemplation, he he said um, he said contemplate the earth element in the body and contemplate or internally and contemplate the earth element externally. And he said the same for water and fire and, and air. And so, uh, so I'd like to um, guide you in this. So please take a posture which feels easeful and, um, uh, and at the same time conducive to uh, focused attention. So the earth element, um, these elements are not only uh, kind of earth, like the earth, but they also, each one of them has particular uh, qualities, um, particular characteristics. And so the earth element is characterized by hardness, resistance, form, stiffness. So, so we experience the earth element in the body, most particularly in the bones and skeletal system, um, in the form of the body, we can feel the form of the body uh, you know, sitting on the chair or sitting on your cushion, or, um, you know, like the earth element is, is in contact with the external earth element. We feel earth element pressing against earth element, and that experiences pressure. And so um, well, we can feel the earth element in the uh, in the teeth. So that's very accessible. Perhaps even more accessible than feeling in the skeletal system. You can feel the teeth in a very immediate way and so just be aware of how do we experience, how do we feel the earth element in the body we feel it we feel it through touch you can feel that hardness, the resistance, the form and we can bring to mind as well that that the minerals that make up our bones are the same as the minerals that are in the earth that are uh, that, that compose uh, seashells um, so the earth uh... the earth element internally and the earth element externally are in exchange. Uh, We feed the body to renew the earth element within the body. We need to eat uh, to take in minerals, we need to take in uh, all the different nutrients that nourish all the cells, the different kinds of, of cells in the body and so the earth element externally uh, is flowing through the body and, and we are also excreting the earth element um, when we defecate and getting rid of what we don't need. So, so in what way, to what extent can we really say this body is me or mine. When do the cells of my skeletal system, which have renewed themselves many, many times in my lifetime, when do they become me and mine? And when do they cease being me and mine? Just taking another moment to feel into that, to feel the earth element in the body, and to contemplate the earth element external to the body, just feeling the earth beneath us. and the the next element is the water element and so water is characterized by a liquidity, wetness, and cohesion so water, water binds things together when we add water to dry earth it binds together when we add liquid to flour uh... it creates a dough and the water that flows through our body, the water element that flows through our body uh... in in the system of blood, in the in the lymphatic system it brings oxygen, it brings nutrients it brings the um, immune, el- immune system elements throughout the body uh, white blood cells and so on and Um, and and ties the body together. So there's a cohesiveness that the water brings. And our bodies, of course, are something like 70% water. So we can feel the water element in the body, in the saliva in the mouth, in the liquidity of the eyes. Those are the most easy to feel right away we can feel the water element in the softness of the body and water flows downward so in the way that that, um, uh, gravity pulls the body downward Um, we can feel that of course we, we, we're aware of water all around us. We're, we're so close to the river here. And rivers also bind different places together. they they have this quality of flowing and and they were, they were the primary means of travel for the ancestors who lived here many, many generations ago and who were stewards of this land, stewards of the earth and the water. And, um, and there's water in the clouds, there's water in the snow, and we're continually drinking water, water flowing through the body, water in all of our cells. And so, so we, we take a drink of water and we, we somehow see that that water is not me. And then we drink it and it becomes part of the body. And then we think, that's me. And then we excrete the water And we think, that's not me. And so how we label things as me and mine is is ignorant, ignoring the flow of life, the flow of the elements, the interconnection, the interdependence of all of the elements that make up bodies. Just take a minute to to contemplate water. And when when I see when we see that waters are being spoiled, are being wasted, are being polluted. Can we understand that that is our body, that is us? It's not separate. It's not out there. water is so essential to life. The earth is also, the food is also. Each one of these elements gets closer in and closer in to being essential for life. Like we can maybe live for some weeks without food, but how long can we live without water? Maybe days. internally and externally. And the next element is the fire element. So fire, the characteristics of fire are heat, temperature, heat, either either the presence or the absence of heat and also a characteristic of fire is transformation and and fire has an upward motion so all of the heat in the body uh, is sourced from the sun. We can feel perhaps the heat at the core of our body. If we touch into the core of our body we might be able to feel that it's warmer than the surface of the body. And so the, the digestive system is taking the sun's energy which has been so brilliantly captured by the chlorophyll of leaves plants and then we eat these or we eat animals who have eaten these and it's then oxidized and released in the body and so We've captured, we've been able to capture the warmth of the sun and that transformation is happening within us, within this body. And so, so we can feel the fire element in the body. We can feel the presence of heat and the absence of heat, and we can also be aware of it externally, <clears throat> internally, and externally. It's it's winter, and and so it's mostly absence of heat. Although, um, it's a livable it's a livable range for us. <coughs> mm. And uh, of course, the sun is heating the atmosphere. And so we can be aware of enough heat, enough heat. enough heat for us to live and of course the warmth of this building is probably coming from burning fossil fuels which captured the energy of the sun a long, long time ago. contemplating the fire element internally and externally. So feeling, contemplation involves can, can involve a direct experience but it also involves reflecting upon, using our capacity to think and reflect So reflecting upon the fire element internally and externally. so heat is so essential for our lives we could not survive for even hours in conditions that brought would bring our core body temperature down below what is survivable for a human being And contemplating next, the air element. And air is um, characterized by motion, by vibration, oscillation, like waves, carries, sound waves, carries different kinds of of, uh, energy, waves of energy. And of course most obviously we feel the air element in the body as we breathe and we we could not live for more than minutes without breathing and we see the air element or we experience the air element all around us. In fact, we don't see it. Um, We see the effects of the air moving on the trees and branches and and the life around us as air pushes things in its movement. so the air element too all around us internally externally uh the, the sorrow that we may experience in in seeing that in some places on this earth air has become unbreathable This air, which is part of our bodies, of course, the breath, so so precious and so central, and such a. Um, a focal point of our meditation practice we discover how the breath breathes itself selflessly the breath teaches us to surrender to let go, to trust contemplating the air element internally and externally. And I'll mention space as well. Space is, is very interesting to contemplate, also because it's it's an element that uh, extends infinitely. Um, it's in the body and most perhaps evidently at first, in the spaces in the body, the s- space in the digestive system, space in the mouth, in the nostrils, respir- respiratory system. But we, al- we also know <coughs> that most everything is mostly empty space. And the space in a room will, will always be there. We can fill a room with furniture or empty it out. Uh, and and uh, the space is unchanged. And in that way, sometimes space is used as a metaphor for the mind. The mind is open and spacious, and thoughts come and go, and sensations come and go, emotions come and go, and the mind is always aware and present. So the body is nature, the body is nature. We are nature, and when we look at nature we're looking in a mirror. The body is borrowed, it will return to nature. And all of the elements, earth, water, air, fire, flow through us. So this sense of being distinct from being outside nature, separate from nature, imposing a sense of ownership and control. That somehow this is me, this is mine. This creates suffering. So can we open to this different way of seeing, different lens, different way of perceiving who we are, what we are. It's not saying that we don't have a kind of existence. We have a sense of subjectivity. We have experiences. We have a sense of continuity in our lives. It's not to negate that. It's not to negate also the beauty of what we do in our deep aspirations our hearts, our, our orientation toward more freedom, more love more connection with life all of these can be valued as precious as extraordinary while at the same time holding the, the wisdom, the insight of impermanence and of non-self change. So when we open our hearts in this way, open our minds, our hearts, our perception, using this contemplation, we see, we can feel the precariousness, the fragility of life that we share with all beings. This life, this life is so interdependent on the conditions that support it. And we share this with all beings. And can we allow this to open our hearts to a deeper compassion for ourselves, and for all sentient beings, for all life forms, for our Mother Earth, gratitude, care and compassion for our Mother Earth.